Uh, Brian, what's up? Welcome to. We got one dude who doesn't shave and a young lady who shaves her face. This is perfect. What's up, Brian? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? Not bad. How are you? Good, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm 23 years old. It grows in all like Joe Dirt. I got sideburns and a goatee. That's it. Doesn't grow anywhere else. Not even on my neck. Nowhere. And that's all gray. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You got it, you got it on the side, but no neck, uh, no neck hair whatsoever. No neck hair whatsoever. Wow, man. So you don't shave. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't have to uh, take the time to shave. No, not at all. And it's all gray and blonde. Huh. So you've never shaved before? Never. Oh my God! Well, he's he's only twenty three. Is there a chance he might get hairier throughout the years, or is it over? <laughs> uh, I, I got a lot of chest hair and a lot of pews, but nothing on the face. Yeah, face. keep talking, stud. Uh, all right, hold on one second. <laughs> I'm gonna patch you through with Leisha, who does shave her face, and we're gonna see which one of you is worse off. Uh, Leisha, are you there? Yes, I am. I'm sorry, I can hardly understand you through all face. that facial hair. Uh, could you speak up, please? No, <laughs> I'm having some fun with you. I really. I really don't have that much facial hair, but I think it's interesting that that other guy doesn't shave because it's like a makeup artist trick where you shave your face and then you don't have all the little fine, like, peach fuzz hairs to work with. Mm. But they say, like, shaving your face makes you look younger. So that's why men tend to look about five to ten years younger than women because mm. you guys shave all the time. Why, why, why do you shave your face? If you shave your face, it comes in thicker. Mm-hmm. That's not true. That's an old wives' tale. An old wise tale. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love what's happening here. This yeah, is some great back and forth. Facial hair well, argument. Well, why is he so angry at her? Because he has to shave her face. He wants I what know, she has. Like, <laughs> I'm not angry. Me. <laughs> <laughs> he wants what she has. Like, I don't really grow much hair anywhere. I just... Like, I have blonde, fine blonde hair everywhere. Oh, you got, like, one of those fine lady mustaches? Why, why don't you get it waxed instead of shaving it? Um... Because it's easier to shave and then exfoliate. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. I've never heard of a female shaving her face, but whatever. <laughs> Marilyn, okay. This, this guy's well, like Marilyn odd. Monroe and Audrey Hepburn and a whole bunch of um, famous women. Elizabeth Taylor used to do it. Well, they're weird. I shave my face. Uh, what? Okay. Do you see? I, sh- I shave, yeah. You're weird. No, well, it's actually it's great for exfoliation. Oh, so, so it ex- yes, exactly. I'm, I'm with uh, I'm with Brian on this. But also, <laughs> I have a little issue up okay. on my upper lip because I'm Cuban. Oh, let me see. Okay, oh, but get out of yeah. my face. Hey, you ought to let that grow in. It'll yeah. no. come in pretty nice. <laughs> you have yourself a fine lady mustache. I don't yeah, get I it. You're beautiful, Nikki. Thank don't you. listen to them. You're I gorgeous. don't get it waxed because it pulls off skin and it makes your lip darker. What do you it think? Hurts. All right, Brian. Yeah. What do you think about that? Brian? Hey, what's up? I didn't hear you. Oh, no. What do you think about that? She uh, she said it hurts too bad to uh, to wax. No, it, do- it does hurt, but it also makes your upper lip darker when you wax it. Oh, yeah, I, did, I didn't know that. Like, really, like, scar tissue almost. Okay. Okay. Thank you both very much. You guys were awesome. Thank you, uh, Brian, and thank you, Leisha. I like how he said everything was so stupid. We should have him on the phone more often when we have callers call in. Boy, that guy needs a show of his own. I would listen to that. Boy, so, Nikki, how often are you shaving your face and use a Mach 5? I mean, No, I actually use, like, um for... I use like a nose hair trimmer. Oh. Or and then for like the sides of my face, um, there's this little tiny like um, one blade razor that you can use, and th- a lot of makeup artists suggest doing it because it exfoliates your face and it just takes off the peach fuzz like on your cheeks and stuff. That's I know what hot. I'm getting you for Christmas right now. What? DollarShaveClub.com. Oh. No, I don't use regular razor. No, but that you should start. No. Or use Magic Shave. It's like Nair for your face. Oh. No. That hurts. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Dudes who have never shaved and girls who do it every day. Caroline, she says she shaves every day. What's up, Carolyn? 
Carolyn? Every eight hours, just about. Oh no, you have that <laughs> much facial hair. Yeah, but well, I mean, I mean, you couldn't, you can't see it if you're looking at me. Okay. But yeah, I have black hairs growing in too. It's awful. Oh, d- d- I went to a dermatologist actually just yesterday, and it, you know, it, he can't even guarantee that if I have three or four, um, I guess whatever they do to take it off. It'll grow back, so why go through the pain? Just be so yourself. I shave every day. You should just let it grow out and see what happens. Yeah, like no, maybe I'm not do that. maybe you'll find a dude who appreciates you with like a big full beard. Yeah. Oh. Now you said you guys would be nice. That's why I called in. I was nervous to call in who about that. that. I'll no, be nice. my dear. I am, I'm a beautiful girl. I know. I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying be what you're supposed to be. Like maybe if you let it all grow in and it was a full beard, maybe a dude would be like, mm-hmm. "That's something unique." No, I even pluck when I'm driving down the road. I oh, have, plucker! I have like wait, wait, wait. 15 You're a drive-by plucker in my truck. You're plucking and driving. Mm-hmm. Oh yep. my! You, you're gonna wreck your car with all that plucking and driving. Every red light. <laughs> you're plucking at every red light. You're out of your plucking mind. I'm the worst driver in Tampa too. So that oh. even makes it worse. Do you, do you throw the hairs just in your car? Or do you throw them out of the window? No, I try to collect them and then like count how many I, you know, pulled out of my face, What's and that? then feel them because they're really hard, and then I just throw them. Pluck that- them and save them and send us like a month's worth. <laughs> when when you count, is that number that would in be a lot? Is that number in triple digits? Like the uh, the hairs that you've discarded? Have you counted into triple digits yet? No. Mm-mm. Oh, the drive by. I've gotten to like forty. All right, oh, and mm-hmm. in, in a day. Every eight hours, at least 40 on each side of my chin. I want And then my upper lip. And then in between my eyes. Oh, the unibrow. Italian, and that's what happens. Every eight hours, I don't, day, it comes right don't, back. Don't blame it on being Italian. <laughs> it's, it's your diet. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't my diet. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you eating? What, like, what are you eating a lot of? Like, what's your, uh, what, what, what are you eating? Every day, I eat, like, I have an ice cream cone every day. There you go. Which is yummy. And I have um, a Diet Coke. I drink Diet Cokes every day. I love Diet Coke. Okay. All right. And um, banana cakes. I eat banana cakes. I like them. Banana cakes? Slamming the the snacks. What's a banana cake? Well, it's what I eat every day. You get them at racetrack. (laughs) They're um, carrot cake. Carrot cake. They're yummy. Mm-hmm. Except they it's are yummy. Every day. Get this gorilla off the phone. Oh, that's every not nice. Every day. Pat said get yeah. this gorilla off the phone. Uh, when do you eat the ice cream cone? At the end of the day, the middle of the day? Do you get your day started with it? Every morning when I drop my kids off at school. Wow. McDonald's knows me. So wait, wait. Much so. Hold and, on one second. You dro- and racetrack. They know me in Brooksville. Every <laughs> racetrack in Brooksville, they know me. They do. Because I buy boxes of carrot cake. <laughs> Like, hey, here comes the hairy lady again. Have you have you have you tried switching up your diet? Maybe it is your diet that's creating so much unwanted hair I on your you face. It was a diet. No, can't be that. No, it's the it's Italian hormones. thing, right? Hormones. I mean, come on. If I if, if ice cream caused hair, we would be the the hairiest nation in the world. We might already it's be. No it's the doubt. combination. <laughs> it's the ice cream with the diet coke with Guess the banana. What I'm cakes. eating right now. Uh, I'm ice eating cream. ice cream right as we speak. <laughs> What kind of ice cream I are you eating? Ice cream. Chocolate so, and vanilla swirl. So it sounds like sugar cone. Sounds like the hair on your face is the least of your worries. 
what uh what are you tipping the scales? You know, it probably is. What, what do we tip? <laughs> I do. I shave and I pluck. What oh, what are we uh, what are we tipping the scales at these days, darling? Oh, one thirty. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's fine. What uh I mean, how tall? Yeah. You're not like three foot six, are you? No, no, I'm five. Five six. Nah, she's purging. All right, I'm hey. just fine. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have big. I got a big ass. I've been told that, well, but we know, we know that. I got a big donkey donk. Is what <laughs> everyone says. It's like my God, a big Kim Kardashian ass is what I have. She's great. You're one of my favorite. So Between we her and Rob, talking about hair, not my donkey donk. We like both. Yeah, we celebrate both hair and the badonky donk with a little ice cream yeah. uh, diet coke thrown in on the backside. Oh my goodness! Yummy. You got a man in your life? I don't look like a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do. I'm have... married 17 years. Does he treat you right? Yeah. He's my best friend. Yeah, he does. He's how, a great guy. How? How's your every day for me? Good. How's your frequency, uh, sex-wise? You guys uh, getting it on a lot? Um, every other day for 17 years. Every other day. I have two kids. Right. Every other day. Yeah. I either do something for him oh. or... With the ice cream? I do something for him. Does he like the way the uh, 5 no. o'clock shadow feels rubbing against the inside of his thighs? <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> totally rude of me. Hey, you weren't supposed to be mean. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Actually, he helps me pluck him at night sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He helps you pluck your <laughs> facial hair. Yep. Yes, oh. he does. All right. You're, yep, you're, he sure does. All right. He's a hell of a man. You're a hell of a lady. Thank you so much I'm for the phone. I'm one of a kind. You certainly are. Call us you again, would you? Hey, we're going to give you something. <laughs> Hold on yeah. one second. We're going to send you like some uh, motocross, all right? All right. What, what else do we have? I mean, she doesn't want that. Let's give her something. Let's give her something she wants more, I guess. <laughs> Good God. What a call. Yeah, I can't even talk to anybody else. Tell everybody else just to go to hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who who's gonna follow up that act? You know what I mean? Boy, women who actually shave their faces or are hairy—they have great personalities. Mm-hmm. They no have doubt. To. They gotta have something. Yeah, we had those two ladies on the phone, yeah. Nikki. I mean, plucking and driving. Yeah. Hello, here we go again. This is the Drew Garabo live hit and track of the day. Don't tell any of your stupid friends. Shh. While we wait for Mr. Warren Sapp to join us on the phone, these former Super Bowl champ with the Tampa Bay Bucks and Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's right. I totally forget that he's on that until I see it in his bio. I didn't watch that show ever. I wonder how he was. Did you ever see him on the show? I've never seen the show. Wait, I, I watched it one time when Stacey Keebler was on Ooh, it. Ooh, now that I would watch it for. Uh, but while we wait for him, of course, people started calling with their Warren Sapp stories, both good and bad. And by that, I mean only bad. And we're not going to attack the guy just because there's a lot of negative Warren Sapp stories out there we don't have any negative Warren Sapp stories we've heard them all yep. they're just not our own stories no but if you've got one we'll certainly take it and uh we'll take you at your word 877-327-9797 hey you there hey I got you hello hey, hey what's up man how are you hey I actually have two and I'll make them both quick but the first one was uh when Derek Jeter was dating Mariah Carey back in the day uh we were at a Yankees game a spring training game where she was at and Warren Sapp was at the whole game she signed autographs never never once you know, ducked anybody or didn't want to do it. Nobody messed with Warren Sapp the whole game. After the game is where he's coming up the stairs, we're kind of sitting three rows behind him. My buddy had his five-year-old son and asked Warren Sapp to sign a Bucks hat. He had a Bucks hat on, not another hat. Warren Sapp acted like he didn't hear him at all. The kid asked him, hey, would you sign my hat? Warren Sapp looked at the kid, gave him the most disgusting look he could ever give on his face, and walked away, and I told him to F off. 
and he didn't even uh, acknowledge us. Then the next time I saw him, he was at the Chevron by his house uh, over there at Florida and Bears uh, getting gas, and we were in the pump next to him, and my buddy said, hey, that's Warren Sepp, and I said, it's not. He said, yeah, it is. I walked around the corner, saw it was him. He wasn't on the phone. He wasn't doing anything other than pumping gas. I said, hey, Tampa Bay fans are glad to have you here. He looked at me, totally ignored me. Face-to-face, I looked at him and said, you know what? You're a piece of shit. And I walked away. <laughs> you know what, though? What? That's right in line with every other Warren Sapp story that we've ever heard. So yeah. I, I believe them. Oh, I believe he him, is. yeah. I just uh, I, I support Warren in those situations. I don't want people bothering me when I'm out in public either. And by that, I mean well, I really love when people you bother me. You know what? When you're, when you're in the spotlight like that, you, I don't care if you don't talk to me. But you are a role model to kids. Now you, Drew, are not a role model to kids, and we're glad for that. Well, the no. Lord, if a, if is, an athlete if an athlete is a role model to your kids, you're a horrible failure of a parent. Oh, uh, you know what? You can kiss my ass, and you'll I'll never listen to this piece of shit show again. You. F-er. Whoa, buddy! What the hell? <laughs> Still there? <laughs> wow! I think that guy was a little tightly wound, huh? Okay. Man. You really got him by calling him a bad parent. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he's a bad parent. I'm just saying, oh, like, no, you were insinuating he was a bad parent. Hey, if if you are a parent who encourages your kid to have an athlete as a role model, then yeah, I think you're a pretty bad parent. I mean, look at how horribly athletes act these days with DUIs and whatnot. Now I feel bad about the show because he said it sucked, even though we oh. called it. Yeah, well, it, the show immediately goes from acceptable to unacceptable the minute someone presents an opinion that you don't agree with. That's what I found <laughs> through doing radio for quite a while. So appreciate the call, bro. I'm sure you're still listening, and uh, thank you very much. I didn't mean that you're a bad parent. I just mean you should encourage your kids to have role models that are not athletes, that are teachers, that are rocket scientists. But if a kid's going up to somebody, most of the time that celebrity is going to be nice to the child. Yes, you should always be nice to children. There's no excuse to ever not be nice to children. I'm really glad that we didn't have Warren on hold yet so that he didn't have to hear that guy and his anger. All right, I think Danielle's got him ready for us finally. Danielle, you got Warren for us? He's ready. Oh, boy. Super Bowl champion with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, former Dancing with the Stars contestant. He has a new book out. It is called Sap Attack, all about his life story. The pride of Plymouth, Florida. <laughs> What's up, Warren? You know that place don't exist anymore, right? <laughs> well, it's just outside of Popka. I know that much. I'm from Orlando originally. Oh, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. They took us off the map. They just made it all a Popka now. Man, that's not right. Plymouth uh, Plymouth represent, man. That's part, That's not part of the indoor foliage capital of the world. We are now. We got enough nurseries to, to join. It just got a little bigger. You know? <laughs> and, and it's a lot easier to say a Popka. You know, just just make it all one. It's that, fine. That's a good point. Hey, the listen. Still there, though. Well, listen, man. When uh when I came over here to Tampa and started doing radio here, as opposed to Orlando, it seemed like everybody had a Warren Sapp story. Some of them good, some of them not so good. How are you such a polarizing figure, Mr. Warren Sapp? And does it hurt your feelings when people say bad things about you? I got to worry about something I can't control. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. That's something I worry about. I mean, it's just. You know, I've always said, you know, every year the fish gets bigger, right? Right. So every year the story gets a little worse or it gets a little better. So it depends on your perspective. But the one thing I do like about him is, hey, it, it was it was fun. It was fun in Tampa. I had a lot of good times. And, hey, I won a world championship, did a parade. We had a blast. But it is what it is. You know, everybody has their story. Hey, uh, Warren, what kind of impact did Tony Dungy have, not in your football career, but your life? He was just a man and an example that you could – See every day for eight years that I was with him that, you know, this is how you come to work. This is how you be a professional. This is how you be a father, a husband, and so many other ways, you know. His little girl used to babysit my daughter so me and the wife could have 
Friday night dinner and movie. So <laughs> trust me, that, that man means more to me than <laughs> so I, I can even I, I can ever put in words. <laughs> No doubt about it. We're speaking with Warren Sapp, the book, Sap Attack in stores now. I got through about half of it. It's uh, it's great to see the influence that your mom had on your life. And was it a turning point for you, Warren, uh, when you felt like you were disrespected uh, in the NFL draft through those bogus reports about you doing cocaine? Was that kind of a turning point for you? Nah, life, you know, that was, that was, a, rough, that was a rough afternoon to be sitting in front of America and have a lie on your plate, you know? Right. And have to be able to Sit there with your mom, your grandma, your aunt, your brothers and sisters, and you know, find yourself the next day. You know, I I was a country boy a long time before I ever got to the big city of New York to be drafted. So my feet were squarely planted on the ground before then. So it was just another, it was just something else I had to go through. I mean, and my mother was a firm believer that the good Lord never gives you anything that you can't handle. So it was just something else that I had to handle, and I'll be fine. <laughs> Excellent, man. We're speaking with Warren Sapp, the book Sap Attack in stores right now. Everybody needs to pick it up. Hey, Warren, how often do you think about the Super Bowl and the championship? You know what? This being our 10th anniversary, it's fun now because, you know, we we all talk about coming back together and, you know, having a date where we all go down back down to Tampa and sit around and drink and tell lies. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm telling you, that's what happens. The story is the fish gets bigger every year. So, I mean, it's our 10th anniversary. So, I'm looking forward to coming back together with the boys. You know, uh, uh, Mr. Ford uh, sent me an email and said, I think it's December the 9th, the Eagles come down. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> my, my mom's birthday and the Eagles are coming and we celebrate our 10th anniversary I'm with that yeah I'll be there alright here's a question people bothering Warren Sapp when he's eating good idea or bad idea <laughs> uh, a person bothering you while you're eating I don't think bothering another grown man is good at any point whether he's at a, a mall or with his children or whatever he's doing bothering someone is that something you get out you wake up in the morning and think alright who am I going to bother today as a grown man no, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of autographs. I think your obligation ends when you step off the football field. Well, that, that's not what it is because, you know, when you, live, when you live in a place that, you know, it's not a lot to cheer about, I understand the excitement and everything that went into it, but there's a time and a place for everything. No doubt about it. You don't have the respect of walking up to someone and say, excuse me, Mr. Sapp, may I please do whatever, whatever. You can't walk up to someone and say, oh, I hate to bother you, but. If you hate asparagus, do you walk in a restaurant and order a plate of it? <laughs> no. I certainly don't. That's a great asparagus so analogy. So if, you, so if you hate something, don't come around me doing stuff you hate, you know? Right. Just be honest about it. Like, I like to hey, bother you. Listen, listen drop, drop your pride at the door because pride will get you killed and go over to a man that's 300 pounds and probably would eat you and, and say, excuse me, Mr. Seth, may I please? <laughs> and, and I, I've, I've never turned out an autograph in my life that starts that way. <laughs> never will, because I'm so shocked to hear it, because chivalry has totally lost its place in this country. There's no more thank you, excuse me, please. None of that said. How many times do you hear that in a day? Those not, three words. not many. Very often, right? Right. I went to a place they wouldn't even say good morning when you came into the job. So trust me, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy at times. But hey, man, everybody has this story, but trust me, my... My bark is way worse than my bite because I haven't bitten in a long time. I don't even think my teeth work. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't have any bad Warren Sapp stories because I was 15 and went over to watch you practice. I think at the University of Tampa, you signed two autographs for me, Warren, so I've been telling people that for 15 years now. I say it, brother, for every one like you that's, that's 15 the other way in Tampa. I mean, and then I, then I got the fat guy on the radio who 
I do a commercial with, and he know I don't take pictures, and he asked me to take a picture, and I was like, Bub, you're the same as everybody else. You don't get a picture either. I don't flick. And I walk off, and he's been on a crusade ever since that day. So that's what that's what's so funny. I used to sit in his studio every week and talk football with him because he didn't know the game. And then now I don't take a picture with whoever he wants me to take a picture with because he owns me, right? I, 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 you on my radio. I, I can say and do whatever I want with you. Now you can't. Oh, damn. <laughs> We're going to hear about that one. <laughs> that, that, that's the whole premise behind him after me is I wouldn't take a picture with him after we shot that commercial when we were in the, uh, the urinals, remember? Oh, I remember that commercial. Yeah, you guys were uh, uh, You guys were going to the bathroom next to each other. <laughs> you know, and all of that. You know, we was playing off of the Super Bowl ring. And after that, he goes into a, a frenzy that I'm a racist and this and that and all the other stuff. I'm like, listen, dude, I'm the same guy that was sitting in your studio doing 45 minutes, 8 in the morning on the radio with you that I am now. It's just now that I didn't take a picture when you asked me to. You couldn't make me step and fetch, so now you're going to attack me. So, all right, it's all good. Well, <laughs> let's uh, rapidly change the subject and go for a way. Don't rapidly change it. It is what it is. I mean, you, y'all know me long enough. Yeah. I tell it like it is, and I don't have a problem when I've done some wrong things. That's me. We're speaking with Warren Sapp, the book Sap Attack in stores right now. Uh, Warren, we appreciate your time very much, man. I'm from Orlando Oak Ridge High School. I know that we played a popka a couple times Metro in y'all. Conference, baby Metro Conference. Yeah, y'all cleaned our clocks, man. That was a hell of a football program you have there. You're definitely the pride of Plymouth, Florida, and it was a pleasure speaking with you, man. Keep doing what you do, Warren. Thank you, fellas. Y'all have a good time. It's always good to talk to Tim. Thanks, man. You take care. All right. Wow. <laughs> He's, uh, <laughs> he know I don't flick. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, uh, he is outspoken. I think he cleared it up. It's all about how you approach him. If you approach him and say, may I please? He said he's never turned out an autograph that way. If you say, I hate to bother you, he's not even going to look at you. And really, why are you saying I hate to bother you? Clearly, you don't hate to bother someone because you're bothering them. It's just an opening line, though. I know, but it's a dumb opening line because it, it puts him on the defensive. He's a guy who clearly doesn't like to be approached. And if you're going to approach him with, hey, I hate to bother you. Well, let me stop you right there, my man. If you hate to bother me, don't bother me. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.